Hi, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of Your Fab Life. In this episode, we discuss five tips for professional women on work-life balance. Get your pens and paper ready. You're going to want to take notes. Hi, everyone. This is your host, Jay Carter from Legally Fab. I'm so excited to take you through my five best tips on having a work-life balance. So let's just jump right on in. First tip, choose a happy place. This is probably one of my favorite tips out of the five tips. Uh, I believe when I say choose a happy place, I'm speaking to the place that you go to where you can relax. You can disengage from your day. You can cancel the noise. So whether it's Let's say you live um, in Florida or California and you can like drive 30 minutes to the beach. Maybe that's your happy place. Or if you're in one of our colder cities, um, you know, maybe it's just like a hot bubble bath with a bath bomb and your favorite meditation music and a candle. Um, Perhaps it's just your bed, right? You have like a really comfortable bed, a nice comforter. You have things in your room that smell good. Um, perhaps it's the porch on your house where you can sit in the sun and you can just feel God's, you know, beautiful, natural surroundings around you. Whatever it is, find your happy place um, so that when you are stressed out from work or when you are stressed out for your personal obligations, You have a place. You have literally already a place dedicated that you can go to to relax and disengage and more importantly, reset um, so that you can hit the ground running when it's time to go. Um, So tip one, choose a happy place. Tip two, schedule a work cutoff time. Now, I'm not that great at this one, (laughs) so I will admit that this is even one that I am trying to, uh, I don't want to say achieve because sometimes I, I do stick with my work cutoff times, but just consistently sticking to this one. Sometimes I have trouble doing this, but when you schedule a work cutoff time, that means that automatic email goes out to anybody that's trying to email you that says you are no longer in the office, you will return at this time the next day, just like you put a vacation email out of the office, you can do it end of the day, work day. That way, no one expects, right, you to get back to them. Um, Scheduling a cutoff can also look like, even if you don't want to do an email out of the office, it can look like after this time, I'm not reading any more emails. I'm not taking any more calls. I'm not posting any more social media posts. Like, this is it. Everything is shut down by this time. And again, people have various professional emergencies, especially people like attorneys or doctors, people in very high-stress jobs. I get sometimes, you know, creating a five or six or even a seven o'clock cutoff sometimes doesn't work. But whatever your profession, unless it is an emergency, Set that time during the week, Monday through Friday, that there will be no more work done after that point. And you'll start looking forward to that time. So if it's eight o'clock, then you're excited for eight o'clock to come because you know 
that you're not going to have to do any other work after eight. And I think this is important also for us working at home now due to the pandemic. A lot of us are going to continue to work from home indefinitely. Sometimes you just feel like you're always working. You wake up, your work is there. You know, you, you take a break, you come back, you know, your lunch break, your work is still there. You go to sleep, your work is really right next you know, beside you because you're working from home. I think for people working from home, this is probably even more important for those folks um, that, you know, that time is, is, is set and you, you stick with it. Tip number three, set realistic work goals. So when I say realistic, um, and not just work goals. So set realistic work and professional goals. Because some of us um, don't have jobs. Some of us own businesses. And we have certain goals we have for our businesses. So whether it be a work goal or, or a business goal, make sure they're realistic. Um, I always laugh with my friends and say, I don't know why I put 20 things on my list of things to do. And I know I'm only going to do like three or four of them. And what happens is because I don't do all 20 things, then I feel like a failure. I feel like... I didn't do everything I was supposed to do. And then I'm hard on myself. And I'm sure someone listening to this feels that way. Part of being realistic is there really shouldn't be more than two or three major things you do in each day. If it's more than two or three things, it's too many things. It needs to be pushed to another day. Um, so part of being realistic is time management and really only dealing with the time sensitive things of, those, of, of that day. If it can be moved to another day, guess what? That's your clue that it's not time sensitive. Um, also, a lot of people ask me because, again, I, I host this podcast. I have another podcast called The Black Lawyers Podcast with a production company I have of mine. Then on top of that, I have a legal practice. Um, and so, you know, and I teach. I'm a law professor. So sometimes people say, well, how the heck do you get all these things done and not go crazy? How do you execute, you know, when you have to do various things with all these businesses? I work backwards. I give myself an actual deadline. So if, if I want something done by December 15th, I give myself December 15th. Now, it may not get done by December 15th, but guess what? It still gets done because I'm slowly working towards it as if it's due on December 15th. So I actually self-impose deadlines to make sure if it's not done by that date, it's at least done around that date. So at least it gets done. And this takes a lot of self-control. And I know everyone doesn't have that. But if you can master, master self-imposing actual deadlines for your, your work projects or your, your business projects or goals, you wonders. Wonders will happen for your, your job. Wonders will happen for your business because slowly but surely you'll start to see things getting done. So be realistic, set a deadline. Um, that, that will, that, that those two go hand in hand. Um, okay. Tip four, uh, communicate your needs with your boss or your team. So obviously if you have a job, you have a boss and if you have a business, you're already the boss, right? So you have a team. Well, whatever it may be, your boss or your team, communicate your needs, um, if you are working and let's say you have a family, you have a husband, you have a child, maybe you're a single mom, you know, whatever your personal situation that's going on, if something at work is directly impacting it, you have to be honest with yourself. And more important, you have to be honest with your employer and say, 
perhaps maybe these days I can leave 30 minutes early or perhaps I can take some of my vacation early. You know, um, if you need to use your sick days, a lot of people's organizations, if you don't use them, they lose, you lose them. Uh, so not to encourage you to lie about being sick, but make sure you use all your sick days. Don't, don't give your employer any days that they can just kind of, you know, throw away if you don't use. So just, just be honest with yourself and what your needs are so that you can be the best person at home and the best person at work and make sure you're communicating who you need to communicate to so that everything can work in harmony. Uh, I say this at home as well, because let's say you're not a single parent. Let's say you have a husband or you have a partner or you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever the case may be. People are not mind readers. So if coming home and going straight to help Johnny, Johnny with his homework is stressing you out, is a trigger, is, 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 is overwhelming you, Maybe delegate that to someone else. Maybe, maybe your older child can help with the homework. Or maybe your husband or your partner or your boyfriend or girlfriend can. You know, don't be afraid. When I say a need, once you know you need something, typically it means you probably need to delegate it out. Because you, you aren't superwoman. You can't do everything. And let me tell you, it's actually okay to ask for help. And, but you got to ask for it. You know, there are very few... I say givers <laughs> in this world. I think most people are takers. And, in not, and not necessarily from a vicious standpoint. I just think people, especially if they're so used to you giving to them, they're going to give, they're, they're going to take, 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 take. They're never going to say, oh no, don't give to me. You know? So I think it's super, super important that if your need is this is stressing me out, or I don't have time to do this. Maybe you don't have time to pick someone up from dance class after work. Or you don't have time to help with homework. Or you don't have, time, you don't have the energy to maybe cook and clean, right? Maybe sit down the budget with your partner or your husband and say, let's get someone that'll clean once a week. Let's get someone that maybe they can come in and cook some pre-cooked meals. You have all these chefs that come in and do these pre-made meals that you can heat up. I mean, whatever it is, um, Figure out what that need is and then figure out how you can delegate it amongst your team at home and your team in your workplace. Um, so again, that everything or everyone can work in harmony. Last but not least, plan your rest. I'll say it again. Plan your rest. This is probably my second favorite. So I told you my first favorite tip was choosing a happy place. Okay. This is my second favorite tip. Plan your rest. The reason why this is one of my favorites um, in terms of tips is because I think back to when I was a child and I never wanted to take naps. I think I thought that I would be missing out if I took a nap. So I never wanted to take naps and I was always up and probably exhausted by the end of the day because I wouldn't take a nap. And then you fast forward to being an adult and you realize how awesome it is that at one point in your life, you were not only expected to take a nap, <laughs> you were required to take a nap. So I say that all to say that Planning your rest is super important for a lot of reasons. 
One, you need to recharge. You can't, none of us, as much as we want to think we are, we're, none of us are the Easter, that, 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 that pink energizer bunny. Going, 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 going. And the reason why he can keep going is because he has a battery. At some point, someone has to switch off the battery, right? And so think about yourself as that bunny. At some point, the battery has to be recharged, reset. Maybe a new battery has to be put in, right? So treat yourself like the bunny. Figure out a way where you're going to, you know, unplug from the world, perhaps in that happy place, depending on where it is. Um, but, you know, wherever you're going to take that nap or, or what time, you know, choosing the time that you'll do it. Because, again, a lot of us are truly working from home. So it's not actually now it's not impossible before. I'll never forget um, companies who were trying to encourage work-life balance, right? They had uh, breast pumping rooms. They had baby changing rooms. They had daycares at the, at the office. Um, and then they also, a couple of places had this really interesting room. It was like a nap room. It was a room where you could, it was just like this really calm, it was almost like a spa room, like a meditation room. You could go in and you could actually take a nap. Now, again, a lot of companies didn't have this, but there were a few cutting edge, um, companies that had this. And I thought it was the coolest thing because I said, this is so innovative. You know, people aren't being lazy. They just need to be recharged. And, you know, this is pre-COVID. So you're not going home to take a nap and coming back. It probably would work, right? You know, people would never come home. So they, they created a place at work for pe- people to take a nap. And so just thinking about it that way, it's like, okay, if, if you're at home now, especially post-COVID, where your bed is literally footsteps away, you really have no excuse, right? You have no excuse why you can't say, and I say, everybody says power naps should be no more than 20 minutes. So between 15 to 20 minutes of each and every single day. So not Monday through Friday. I'm talking about Sunday through Saturday. Plan 15 or 20 minutes where the lights go off, the phone goes on vibrate and do not disturb, and you, you, you take a nap. You completely shut down for those minutes and you refresh. And when I tell you, you will immediately see a difference by doing that every day. You will immediately, because I've done it for myself and I can, I'm a witness to it. I know that it works. So again, if you're working from home, this is an easy thing to do to plan your rest. If you're not working from home, then maybe this is a time that you do as soon as you get home. You do like a reset before you wake up to do dinner or clean or help with homework. But every day, everyone deserves a reset. And in fact, if you're working, you don't have to wait until you get home. In fact, you can do it right at your desk, especially if you have an office where you can close the door. You can turn off the lights, let people know that you need 15 minutes where you can't be disturbed, turn off your phone, and you can put your head down on your desk and you can do it right, you can do it right at work. You can do it right at work. So I'm hoping that with planning your rest, even if this is the only tip you remember out of the five tips, I've driven this home how important this is because what good are you to anybody else if you're not okay? Uh, One of my favorite sayings comes from the airplane instructions. Um, One of my mother's actual actual favorite sayings that she's always telling me, which is put on your mask first (laughs) before putting masks on others. It's a very simple instruction, but 
it's really illustrative of, I think, the modern professional working woman who is trying to do it all, trying to have a personal life, trying to have a professional life, trying to have successes in both, and can't figure out a way to balance it. This is, this is part of the way that you, you balance it. You take care of you first. So with that being said, choose a happy place, schedule a work cutoff, set li- realistic work and professional goals, communicate your needs with your team and your boss, plan your rest. I hope you take these five tips and let me know um, in the comments whether it be on social media or right below the podcast on the website, what you thought about these tips. And let me know how they're going. Let me know how they are improving your day. We hope um, that season two, which is coming up in the next few months, um, we can do more of these uh, sort of tip podcast episodes that are quick that you can listen to your car and can quickly gather something from. Stay tuned for... Uh, our next episode, we have an amazing uh, doctor coming on uh, to talk to us about boundaries. So super excited about that. Stay tuned for episode five. And until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Your Fab Life. Until next time, please make sure to follow us on all our social media handles at at I am legally fab. Take care.